Hey guys, welcome to Layers of Design, a podcast where we'll be sharing stories and experiences from different designers in the design field. My name is Ebehi Jerere, and I'll be your host. So sit back, listen, and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Layers of Design. With me, I have a very special guest, Maria Flores, who is an architectural designer, a professor, um, a fellow podcaster, and the founder of Archaeologist. This is just to name a few things she does. (laughs) So welcome, Maria. Um, Introduce yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Maria. (laughs) Like how you said. Um, I don't know. What can I tell you about myself? What do you want to know? I guess maybe a little bit of your background, what got you into architecture or design. Yeah. All right. So basically, my parents are architects, both of them. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of pushed me into Mm -hmm. being an architect. But I actually didn't want to become an architect when I was young. Hmm. I wanted to be a journalist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I went into FIU being a journalist. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, the second week of class, I was like, this is not for me. Because I found myself sketching in class. Oh, wow. Not paying attention at all. So I went into architecture, and I was like, hi, can I change? (laughs) So, yeah, that happened. They accepted me. And, yeah. Wow, that's an interesting switch. <clears throat> so, yeah. so, so far, have your parents had, had, like, a huge impact in your journey? Yeah, they have. Well, mostly my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since I was a child, like, I would see him work in Venezuela because we used to live there before. Um, and he was he would build furniture. Mm-hmm. So I fell in love with that. And um, now he just does residential work. So I've always been interested in what he does. And I guess at some point, that's what I also wanted to do for myself. Okay, that's really cool. Mm -hmm. So I guess what inspires you? What inspires Mm -hmm. me? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) To do what exactly? (laughs) To design, to, I guess, chase after your dreams. Honestly, I just... I feel like I don't want the life that everyone else has. Hmm, Interesting. How so? So, when I graduated architecture, mm-hmm. I went through, like, some rough patch in my life, um, and I thought to myself, well, what do I really want to do? Okay. Am I, should I just go into a firm and mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. which is what everyone else is doing? Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't do that yet. So, that's when I started teaching. I started teaching a little bit before that, and I thought that maybe perhaps that was the way I should go about mm-hmm. now for my life. Mm-hmm. Um and basically what really inspires me though is to be able to influence people around me and i feel like teaching and you know doing stuff for the archaeologist Mm -hmm. i feel like that influences the people around me and Mm -hmm. even people that that i don't even know about you know yeah definitely for sure i know when i came across the page i was like oh my gosh this is awesome yeah (laughs) Because we have a bunch of mutual friends. Yeah, yeah, we too. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I think it was Jorge, actually, that mentioned, like, oh, Maria so Flores. Awesome. Yeah, he is. Cause, so you know how I'm um, planning for this event? Yeah. It's in two mm-hmm. weeks. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. I'm so, like, I feel like I have a lot to do, but that's besides the point. But um, so we're talking, and I was like, oh, you know, who else can I invite? Who else can I bring in? And he's like, 
Maria Flores. Like, you know, you should check her out. I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, I know she was doing something with Harley, but I'm not sure. So then I go, I went on your Instagram and I saw like everything. I'm like, yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Can you tell us more about the archaeologist? Yeah, of course. The archaeologist basically started Mm -hmm. because I just didn't, I wanted to do something. And it started when I was in Design 5. Hmm. That was like a very long time ago. I mean, yeah. like four years ago, three years ago. Um, yeah. Well, maybe Design 7. Three years ago. And um, I found myself, you know, sharing people's work mm-hmm. and writing about stuff. And then more people wanted to, you know, be able to have a platform for them to share their ideas, their projects and everything. So I started getting projects from like... Columbia University no from way. Harvard yeah from like Rice all these different universities That's that amazing. I didn't even know existed from every part of the world literally I've received so far like 385 submissions <gasps> that yeah. is amazing and how do you like choose do you post all of the submissions you get well I try to I try to have like a standard okay you know they have to have like a nice description mm-hmm. they send me like five images but other than that, I do post the majority of them, yeah. And at the end of the day, it is a platform for... It It has become a platform for people to share, you know, what they love. Of course. And what they do. So I think that it's amazing to get messages sometimes from people telling me, like, hey, I don't even know you, but you're so inspiring, like, continue to do this, you Yeah, know? yeah. Like, you feel like you're doing something right, you know? That is amazing. I think, yeah. I think, especially in the design world, I think it's really big that, you know, that we continue to try to inspire people. I feel like a lot of people are looking for that because yeah. it can be so tedious sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they are looking for like a way of expressing themselves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and to be okay with it, you know. Yeah, and there are not actually that many platforms that do yeah, that. Yeah, no. So that's yeah, that's crazy. That's actually one of the reasons I started the podcast because yeah. I was like, you know, when I graduated as well, I also went through like this horrible patch. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like it just happens. It's yeah. like a curse. Like after architecture, it's like okay. Let me tell you. You think this was life? No. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it was really bad. But um, so yeah, I was like, okay, I need to start something to kind of like pick myself up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And give me, I guess, a sense of direction. It took like three years to start it, but seriously, here we are. Well, yeah. yeah Gabriel amazing. pushed me. He like locked me in the closet and he's like, "You're recording a podcast today." Oh and my I'm god, so that's amazing. That's <laughs> I guess, how has design shaped your way of life? How has design shaped my way of life? I feel like it's just everything, Mm -hmm. you know? I was actually just um, teaching before coming here, Design One. They have to, they're doing a plan and section, Mm -hmm. and they honestly have no idea how to do it, you know? So I literally have to be so patient and sit there with them trying to make them understand what a section is yeah you know and after class i was just sitting by the stairs in Mm -hmm. the courtyard and i was just like after architecture like everything you see is design like literally everywhere you go that's so true everywhere you go like you find the space so beautiful and you think back to like architecture even furniture you say like well it's amazing how can i build that Mm -hmm. i feel like 
at every moment of my life, there's always design in it. And That's I love true. It. True. Yeah. There's design everywhere. Like, you can't escape it. Yeah, I know. How do you like teaching? Honestly, I love it. Yeah? I love it. I started when I was in thesis. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was, like, suffocating. <laughs> But, I can imagine. That's yeah. a lot. And you yeah. taught, like, design, a design class or? Yeah. At that time, I was teaching design, too. Oh, my last my year of school, yeah. But I feel like that actually got me through it, you know, mm. because I had students coming up to me and telling me, you know, we uh, we appreciate the work that you put in wow. for us mm -hmm. and you teaching us because now I understand this concept or now now I understand how to do this. Mm. So I was like, you know, maybe this is how I can influence a Even 14 students. Yeah, I like mean, even one months. person, I feel yeah. like that's that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot when you yeah. you are able to influence just one person. I really enjoy teaching. Mm -hmm. After um, after FIU on the side, I would teach like Revit courses and AutoCAD really? courses. How was that? It was a lot of fun. But like, apart from the money, I was <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And then I got like, so many different like age ranges so i got students that just started out i yeah. got um like heads of firms there were sometimes i think i taught like a whole firm like two or really? three whole firms it Whoa. was amazing i know i used this it. i loved it i loved it so much why did you like it because i really enjoyed like i don't know teaching people you know just coming in and they didn't know anything about the It's program like sharing your knowledge exactly with others. That that's was, what matters yeah It's it was amazing. amazing. And then I remember I had this one student that... So, like, I go... I, I used to go twice every week uh -huh. to, like, teach her and we would, Whoa. like, work on her projects. I mean, I never did anything for her, of course. But um, we would, like, you know, work on her projects. And then when she was leaving, she won this award. Oh. And, like, she messaged me. I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I almost cried. I was like... Yeah. This it makes amazing. you, like, cry. I know. It's so... It's amazing. It's so touching. It is. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to get back into it eventually you should you should <laughs> so so apart from being a professor mm -hmm. and running the archaeologist mm -hmm. what else do you do it could be in terms of design or like what do you like to do during your free time well let's see at the same time right now mm -hmm. i am trying to start a studio with my father Oh, so wow. all this time, right, mm -hmm. you know, I literally didn't want to have anything to do with my dad just because he's an architect and I'm studying to be an architect. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, don't help me, you know, like get away. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> and now I feel like, well, I have him there for a reason. Exactly. I might as well learn from him instead of going somewhere else. Mm. I could just learn from my own dad, you know. That's true. Because he's an architect. Exactly. <laughs> So I've been, we've been trying to build like a, a studio between us two mm -hmm. because before obviously he had his own stuff, mm -hmm. but now we're trying to, you know, start something up together and do some projects together. So that's kind of where I'm heading toward. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's what I want to do in the future regarding like actual, you know, work, architectural mm -hmm. work. Um, okay, so I know you said that you, you um, I guess you kind of didn't really want to go into the nine to five. Yeah. But did you ever get into like a job <clears throat> or like a strict schedule, like a nine to five kind of thing? Or you just stayed away completely since um, college? I honestly have never been to the, the nine to five type thing. Never. Wow. Only 
I guess only when I interned at Moss, which okay. we were just talking about. Uh-huh. Um, but the funny thing is that they, you know, Moss, which is the the principal, he told me he was like, "Well, you have to be here from eight to six. and I was like, "Well." I live kind of far, so I'm going to get here at 9, maybe sometimes 9.30. And I would literally just, like, get there um, a little bit later because, honestly, I don't know. It's just, like, being there for so long, it's just so stressful. Um, the other job that I had, it was with Nick Jelpy. Oh, wow, um, yeah. For, like, a very long time. I actually helped him out with a lot of stuff uh, still. Mm-hmm. But he was really cool about stuff. He, he would just be like, come at 10 or come at 12 and leave whenever, you know? So I, love, I loved that yeah. about the job. Yeah. And I think that's what made me say, like, I don't want to... Have, know, like, that strict yeah, schedule have to such be tied a strict, down. Yep, exactly. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm in a 9 to 5, which... I, I really enjoy my firm because, um, one, it's a woman-owned. It's yeah. female-owned, so that's, that's amazing. amazing. She allows us to kind of, like, grow mm-hmm. as designers. But honestly, sometimes I'm like, I don't really have to be here from 9 to 5. <laughs> like, <laughs> just because, like, there's some days where, honestly, you finish your task earlier. Yeah, exactly. We could just go home. Why are we yeah. <laughs> still here from 9 to 5? Yeah. But, yeah. Hopefully one day, I won't be in a nine to five. We'll see. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a nine no, to five. No, no, no. I that's know. What, that's what some people tell me. You know, like why don't you just do it? There's nothing wrong it's with not it. It's not for everybody. And I could literally just go in it and you know have a nice job. But like, I just don't know. You know, that's like, not what you want to do. It's, I have so many doubts in my head about it. But obviously, it's gonna bring financial stability. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but you know, maybe perhaps I want to see what comes out. Of me doing things before I go into you know working for someone else, and there's absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I you know I feel like it it just depends on the person and yeah. what they want, and because there's so many avenues that we can branch into in this field. Like, exactly. I don't know. Eventually, yeah. I, I'm hoping I'll stop that nine to five soon. <laughs> just because no, I have, I just have so much that I want to do personally. Yeah. That I feel like I don't know. And it kind of sucks because I feel like sometimes the people, you know, working at the 9 to 5 don't have the time to do the things that they want to do. Yeah. And at the end, like, they suffer because they can't put, you know, the energy... Into um, their own personal stuff. Into their own stuff. personal goals. I mean, yeah. not, well, like, the job that you want to do, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So how does it feel being, I guess, a female designer? How does it feel? Or, like, that's being amazing. a female... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's interesting. That's a first. Really? Yeah, kind of. I feel like most answers, and I mean, even mine, it's it's kind of, it's hard. It also depends mm-hmm. on where you work, I feel. Yeah, you're right. Well, when it comes down to, like, actually, you know, um, work, like, architectural work, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes, perhaps in the construction sites, you get a little bit of, um, who are you? You're yeah. a woman, why are you telling me stuff? Definitely. I feel like I've gone through that when I go to like um, my father's like construction sites. Oh, wow. And people just look at me like, you know, go mm-hmm, home or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but, you know, we kind of have to look Suck past that. <laughs> yeah, they have to understand um, but other than that, I feel like being a female designer is amazing. Like, 
I have never been met with any type of um how do you call that like a uh, discrimination sexism oh Se- discrimination sexism yeah exactly I'm... any of that ever really yeah oh, never wow. if anything people are actually like very uh interested in the fact that i am a woman even for the archaeologists like sometimes i get messages like ma'am no not ma'am um <laughs> man sir and I'm like, first you of see, all, they, she? They automatically just yes, think you're they man. Think that, yeah, they think that I'm a man. But then I tell them, like, I'm a girl. And they're like, wow, I would have never known. That's kind of, like, messed up. But yeah. at the end of the day, it makes me feel good because mm-hmm. I am a female. Yeah. And I'm doing something that not many Many, yeah do so (laughs) (laughs) it makes me happy (laughs) yeah no i think you're right i think um every woman has like a secret power yeah (laughs) i mean we can handle so much to start with yeah we can okay so um i know that your career i guess kind of just started out right Mm -hmm. and you know we're all like young and all of that and so (laughs) how does it feel being i guess a young designer I don't know. I feel like being a designer in general, I feel like it brings a lot of doubts, you know, like wow, personal that's doubts. True. Because you don't know if what you're doing is ever going to pay off to, to anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like designers in general, like be it architecture, be it artist, they have this thing that they have to be someone by like 30 or 25 that's or true. 40. And you know, the the career choices that we make, the path that we do for ourselves, I feel like it's always met with, like, a doubt. Am I doing the right thing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, is this going to help me to be where I want to be or who I want to become? So I feel like it's difficult mm-hmm. being a young designer, even in today's age where we're literally met with so many comparisons. Yeah, you know? that's true of people who that we want to be like you know where we want to go or where like the success that we want to have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's met by like other standards mm-hmm, as well mm-hmm. i feel like it is uh it comes with a lot of doubts that's very true yeah. that's interesting and I'm, I'm really enjoying your views <laughs> <laughs> they're like different from what i guess what i've been getting yeah yeah it's it's super cool no but i agree with you like i think one thing that i guess i'm kind of struggling with now is that it's i get a lot of oh because you're young you don't really know this or like that kind of insinuating that since i'm so young oh yeah that i don't know like how to do a bunch of things and in my exactly. head i'm like mm, i mean i got myself here <laughs> like yeah i do know more than you know you're you're giving off i guess but i love being a young female designer i think <laughs> it's great <laughs> especially when i keep like reaching those um goals and the stepping stone like double the discrimination <laughs> <laughs> yes it's like come on but I, I don't know it's it's been great so far it's been challenging but it's fun. Yeah, no, I feel like I've, I've also been met with that even more being a professor. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, like... And how's that? How do your, I guess, your students take it? Um, Actually, pretty good. Hmm. Because you kind of have to be hard on them. That's the thing. And, um, like, for example, I actually had... Last semester, there was mm-hmm. a girl that was also being a GA. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... She was met by, like, these girls in her class that mm-hmm. were telling her, like, you don't know anything. You're the same age as us, basically. Mm. 
that's what they were telling her you know well, because and that, i don't because you don't you might not know anything that doesn't mean i don't know anything exactly <laughs> And that kind of makes you think, you know, like, should I be doing this being too young? Because there's other other professors that are like, what, 40, 50 Mm -hmm, years old, mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of like, well, either I don't know anything or maybe I should just look like I know something, you know? But there's always doubts, I feel like. There's always doubts. And then those kind of comments reinforce those doubts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, it's a big struggle. Mm -hmm. The other day, because I was trying to... I'm focusing more uh-huh. on where I want to go to mm-hmm. eventually. Mm-hmm. And yeah, through research and all of that, I found out that um, what I really want to focus on is humanitarian architecture. Okay. And so I was doing a bunch of research on it. And in my head, I'm like, you know, I should do this. Like, I'm getting older, blah, blah. And then, you know, I'm talking to some people and they're like, no, you're like super young. You have like the whole world ahead of you. So it's like I'm stuck in in the in-between of, you know, I'm only 25. I have all of this time. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also like, I'm already 25. (laughs) I want to have done like a whole bunch of things. Exactly. That's the thing that I'm I'm talking about. It's it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I wonder how it would be when I'm 30. (laughs) If I'll always be. You know, I think about that. I wonder if, because I don't mind aging at all. I actually feel like as you get older, Mm -hmm. you kind of accept the fact that, like, you're not where you want to be. Or maybe perhaps you you Mm. have achieved those things. And you're okay with it. Just because we're young, we kind of, like, want to go so fast. Fast, And, you know, be so, like, desperate to get somewhere. You know, I was actually having that conversation with someone the other day. And I was like, you know how we say, like, like we're so fast and we're being, like, kind of desperate to get there. Yeah. But have you ever thought, like, what if we are not being desperate? I don't know. Because, okay, so this is the way I see it. <laughs> my <laughs> So this is the way I see it, right? Like, times have changed. Okay, mm-hmm. like, all of this technology, and we have access to all of this information, and most people kind of know sort of what they really want to do. Right. Even if, you know, we're not all given the opportunity to get there mm-hmm. yet, right? So I was thinking, like, you know... People might say you're being too fast, you're being impatient, but what if you're not? What if you're just ready to go on to the next step? You know? I'm sorry. I just just, like, I just feel like whatever is gonna happen in our life is gonna happen regardless. Like, what the heck? You know, why be impatient when everything that's lined up for you is is gonna happen anyway? That's true. It, that just puts things into perspective. Into perspective. You know, like, it does, it does. <laughs> I'm just going to chill here, you know, like, it's going to happen anyway. Obviously, if you don't try, it won't happen, oh, I but, mean, like, yeah. you have to... Yeah, okay. That was, like, me <laughs> rambling about some thoughts. I loved it. <laughs> so, what would you say is some advice, like, I guess you can give to people younger than us that are trying to, like, get into the career or Whoa. get started? Some advice. Yeah. You should have a lot, professor. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm over here thinking, like, what have I said to all my students in the past? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like it's just a more personal, in a more personal way. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and this is something that I uh, also kind of deal with, I would tell people to not compare themselves with mm. one another. Because I feel like in the That's design so world, or even, I mean, designers, whatever, we're very competitive mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it comes to, like, sharing what we do. We mm-hmm. always want to be, like, the best. 
out of everything. Mm-hmm. So I would say just to like not compare yourself with anyone else and just do you basically you know that's very true it's so hard sometimes yeah not to it, is. So. it is so hard when we have like the instagram feed going up with thousands I know, of that's likes that's what i'm saying <laughs> like it's so easy to just with a click you're yeah. there like oh my gosh maybe i should be doing this maybe yeah. i should be doing that but you know what has what i found out recently that has helped me like yeah. kind of not compare myself is that when i see like someone doing i don't know something you know amazing right I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to hit this person with all the positivity. And then I just go. That actually helps me too. <laughs> and it does. And it I'm does. just like, you know, this is awesome. You're doing great. This is amazing. And then after some time, you start that conversation. And it's like, I don't want to compare myself. You know, this is like, you know, these are like minds mm-hmm. kind of just bouncing mm-hmm. up ideas. So it becomes more than just seeing another person as a competition. Yeah, exactly. It really helps. It helps because then you can even build like a relationship with that exactly. person and they can inspire you to do exactly things. That's true. I mean, that's that's ultimately why I guess we kind of follow, not kind of follow, that we follow these um, star architects mm-hmm. and things like that. Because yeah. I mean, I'm not over there comparing myself to big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on his page for inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, just take everyone as inspiration mm-hmm. instead of yeah, that's an good. opponent. Yeah. That's such good advice. It's so great lately. So anytime I go on the page, I'm like, oh, wow. Just you're looking for inspiration. Great. That's yes. it. And it's like, I mean, of course, sometimes I come across like, Someone that's doing something so awesome. I'm like, dang. Yeah. And I'm just sitting over here. Yeah. And I'm like, no. No, you're not. You're yeah. going to hit them with positivity today. Yeah. And it spins it around. It's been great. I love that. That's such a good tactic. Yeah. That's I what I did it. with you. Oh, wow. And the archaeologist. I was <laughs> like, I'm just going to hit her with positivity. And, and it was well received. Thank you. And we're here now. Yeah. That. That's awesome. Building a great relationship. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, what did you go through when when you left architecture? Because I feel like a something. lot of people go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that year, I mean, okay, I'm gonna make this story short, right? I'm gonna make it as short as one possible. hour later. We're still here, <laughs> <laughs> right? But okay, so pretty much right before I graduated, I knew I had to find because I was on student visa. So uh-huh. then I knew I had to find like the work visa to stay and all of that. Didn't find the work visa on time. My first job was giving me like $500 a month. What the hell? Yeah. My first job. What are you talking about? I'm not joking. And I was like, so I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to talk to my boss if he doesn't give me a raise because, you know, I need to survive. survive. I'm about to get out of school completely on my own. I'm like completely on my own. I need to get out of school. I need to get this visa. And then in the States, you need to have like a minimum like salary to mm-hmm. meet the requirements to get the visa. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't know that. And obviously $500 wasn't going to cut it for anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I ne- I'm, I was going to go home anyway for like my graduation trip because I hadn't been home in a while. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to go home and mm-hmm. I'll figure it out. So I went home and, you know, instead of having this like awesome time at home, it was more of me like, dang, you know, this wasn't my plan. Like existential existential crisis, Yes, and it was like, this wasn't my plan. Oh, and get this. So before I graduated, because I knew what was coming, and it's harder for international students to get, like, it's the whole thing. Like, I'm like the whole package. Mm -hmm. Female, young, black, international student. It was like a storm. Yeah. (laughs) So before that, I got, like, my lead accreditation i like got really good in revit got all of these skills Mm -hmm. had like an awesome portfolio Mm -hmm. 
and everyone is like this is great but we don't sponsor so that was the biggest thing yeah, so they couldn't sponsor so, so i applied to like i don't even know how many firms i applied to all over the united states really yeah at some wow. point i was like i don't even care i'm just going to like apply anywhere i don't care if i leave miami yeah. or whatever anyway long story short like four months later all of that i'm at home i get i got a job at home at an architecture firm it was good but you know that's not where i wanted to be because exactly. i had like a whole plan mm-hmm. um four months later i get like a job like offer and i was like this is amazing i'm going for it so i came back to the states right they sponsored me and everything and then i was there for a year and a half doing the same task right and it wasn't like the same task you know when they give you throw details at you and like it's the same thing mm-hmm. i can handle that mm-hmm. but it was literally shading the vents what are you talking about are i'm you not serious? joking yeah i'm serious um so yeah so i was shading the vents in like this huge project with many vents and many sheets and i would ask to like get switched off the project or you know someone should help me out a lot nothing so you know i started complaining i started complaining and of course my morale like started going yeah. low because it was like i'm doing not doing what i wanted to do mm-hmm. i left home over here to like do yeah. something i started applying again to a bunch of jobs same thing no one's trying to hire me oh my gosh it was tough <laughs> <laughs> just thinking back <laughs> it was so hard and um so i was like I was just trying everything. So then I started complaining more. Not complaining more because honestly, that was like my first real job. Mm -hmm. Real job. (laughs) And, you know, I was still kind of getting the hang of, you know, who am I supposed to complain to Mm -hmm. or how much do you complain? So Mm -hmm. honestly, I don't think (laughs) for real, I don't think I complained enough. Jesus. Especially because I was told afterwards that I didn't complain enough pretty much. But there was one time I was like, you know, like, I really don't want to do this anymore. Like, mm-hmm. and well, instead of giving me other tasks, they just like took the task for me, gave it to someone else. And I'll just come into work. What? Like nine to five doing nothing. And just like, you know, tasks getting swooshed around. And I'm like, cool, this is time to go. And then that's how come I told you like, but this was after a year and a half that I was like, oh my God, I'm done. And I went for a bunch of interviews. I went to a bunch of places. And during this time I started um, studying for the license exams, Mm -hmm. which I shouldn't have been. I failed like a bunch of them because (laughs) my mind was in the right space. So I was completely destroyed. Like, (laughs) yeah. I wasn't doing anything I wanted to do. My licenses, I wasn't passing anything. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit my job and whatever happens, happens. And I quit. And yeah, we're here now. Like a year and a half after the whole thing. I know it was. That's amazing. And I got a bunch of like, you're, um, you're ungrateful. Yeah. That's for like living the other job. Oh my God. And it was like it was rough, but that's so messed up. We're here now. <laughs> I'm doing so much better. That's so messed up. Yeah. So that happened. That happened. <laughs> that happened. Whoa. I don't know. So after that, I kind of just put all of my energy into inspiring people. And yeah. Like I think that's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Like I get so much joy in that. Like just reminding people like you can get up and go. Like mm-hmm. you're not stuck anywhere. I mean if I could get up and go, you can get up and go. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I had everything to lose. 
Actually, after <clears throat> after I finished architecture school, well, basically through the whole thesis, mm-hmm. I had never had a panic attack, and I was literally going through like panic attack every oh single gosh. day. My thesis was like this crazy thing. Mm-hmm. You can ask a Gabriel; he was in in the same class. <laughs> he as said me. so. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude, it was crazy. Like honestly, I don't even know how I did it, but literally, I pulled through because I would take a Valium every single day. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. No, thesis is something else. Yeah. Thesis is... Yeah, I had these weird neck pains during thesis, right? I feel like everything just happened. It it was like, I was a disaster. So during thesis, I'm working... Best project ever that Uh I ever, like, created, by the way. So I'm, like, working, and I just ignored everything, right? But I had the weirdest, like, neck pain... And then it turned into like it would like this migraine. Oh I was a God. mess, and I had to go to a chiropractor like twice a week Whoa. <laughs> just to survive. And I kid you not, the minute I turned in my thesis and I it finished my away. presentation, I have not had that neck pain ever since. Seriously, then. never. <laughs> no, thesis messed me up. Well, after I finished my thesis, I literally had to go to, like, a psychologist, a psych- a psychiatrist. No way. Dude, I was so bad. Like, honestly, I didn't leave my house for, like, two months. I was just scared of stuff. That's crazy. Like, I, I couldn't. I had so much anxiety. And then I, like, became depressed oh my because gosh. of having anxiety. And then it was just horrible. Like, That's I was having spiral. existential crisis after existential crisis. Like, it was so bad. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. It was so bad. No, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, that whole thesis, like, after once I was done with that, that whole year... It messed me up. Yeah, I don't even want to... <laughs> it was a rough, rough yeah. patch. Oh, you what? know, what's your favorite space? My favorite space? Yes. Or, I mean, it could be spaces. spaces. It could be several. Several? Yeah. Like, does it have to be here in Miami? No, it could be anywhere. I, I feel like here in Miami, they don't have shit. <laughs> I feel the same way. Well, no, for, oh my god! Seriously, yeah. For real, we went to New Orleans over the weekend, and we saw all of these beautiful parks, and they had so yeah. much in the parks. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, why doesn't Miami have this? Seriously, come on, like, you can do better, <laughs> okay. Miami. You can do better. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I honestly feel like the best space that I've ever been to is definitely in Japan. Mm. Yeah, the Chichu Museum. Oh, I don't know. By Tadao Ando. It's literally like by the beach, by the seashore. It's like underground. It's honestly the best thing I've ever been to in my whole life. That's amazing. Amazing. So you did like travel abroad? Yeah. Yeah? Which ones did you go to? Oh, I went to Japan. I did Genoa. Nice. Obviously, going to like France, Italy, uh, Switzerland, Germany. Mm hmm. Um, I've been to like South America. I was actually just in Peru. Oh, really? Yeah, it changed my mind so much How's about that? what you know a South American country is. Because mm-hmm. I come from Venezuela, and obviously Venezuela right now it's like burning to the ground. Yeah, but um, but when I went to Peru, I was just like, is this what a third world country is? Like, what the heck? They literally have parks every single block. It was all green space, everything. What? Yeah. They have this, like, uh, supermarket... Not supermarket. Um, a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. Literally in the, in the inside of a mountain. Overlooking the sea. I was just what? like... Yeah. I was just like, whoa. 
I was not expecting that at all. Oh, I, I gotta go to Peru. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally. Oh my gosh, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, Miami needs to step it up. Yeah. We have condos. Yeah, well. <laughs> that, Duplex. That's, that's what we have. That's <laughs> um, do you have any questions for me? Do I have any questions for you? Well, I guess I had a question, which was, uh, why were you doing the podcast? But I guess you kind of explained through the whole... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much Thank for you. having me. Of I like I like so all this fun. the idea, the event. Oh my god, I'm oh so excited! Gosh, yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. I know. I'm still trying to put it together, but it's gonna be amazing. Right now, we have like three or four artists, mm-hmm. and I think actually, so this event, I thought about it like months ago right mm-hmm. and i'm like i think it's gonna be so awesome to just create this space where yeah. designers can come together and just mm-hmm. share their work and mm-hmm. just you know chill mm-hmm. and i'm like okay sure how am i gonna do this so i'm like reaching out to my connections and it's like okay you know this is great this you're is obviously awesome. gonna do like a podcast in the in the, in the event Girl, right yes so that's the whole thing yeah. so it's, it's called it's like this live episode oh. right so we have we're gonna have like the first 45 minutes will be uh-huh. the artist showcasing their work, uh-huh. people like networking and all of that. Then the next, I don't it's know, like 30 panel. minutes, exactly, will be so a panel. Cool. Excited. I'm going to tell my students to go. You should. Like oh from like gosh. years ago. And it's free. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to so tell them. Everyone should go. But my, I think my favorite part about the whole, planning the whole event is talking to designers. Yeah. It's, it's so, so cool. cool. Like just reaching out to, I've reached out to like random artists. And I'm like, hey, so I'm having this. That's so awesome. And you're like, oh I my actually, God. dude, I know a lot of people from within the archaeologists that live here in Miami, that work in Wynwood and stuff um, like that. I mean, if they want to showcase, them. they're more than welcome. Yeah. It's free. I'm not charging anything because yeah. I just want it to be like a pure night of fun. And people can also sell their stuff too. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. It's a win-win, I guess. I'm gonna ask this girl. She's an artist. She's really cool. She's from, like, in Wynwood. I met her there. Oh, my gosh. You should. <clears throat> so, I'm using, like, podcasts uh-huh. to... I'm using interviews to uh-huh. reveal? Um, reveal the different That's people so that funny. are gonna be there. I love it. I yeah, love it. I'm so excited. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that the last thing I would want to say, which is kind of like what we were talking about, is to just... To everyone. Mm-hmm. Just do what you love, man. Like, That's honestly, true. that's what it is. Like, it's not... I feel like at the end of the day, it's not even about the money. It's not... Yes. Like, literally. It's true. It's true. I think about it sometimes. I'm like... It's really in this profession. We yeah. are not getting into design for the money. Like, yeah. let's be real. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but seriously. just... Is is more fun being creatives and mm-hmm. just designing stuff than stressing about the money and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just engaging with, like, you know, designers as well. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I love people in general, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a blast. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for coming. No, in. thank you. That's great. We'll see you at the event. Yeah, that's true. She's gonna be at the event for yeah. sure. Yeah, and hopefully with a few copies of the archaeologist. So yes, everyone, come get a copy mm-hmm. or two. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. Of course.